Blog Talk Radio. Black Hole Radio presents Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. With your hosts, Rudolph Muhammad and Yusuf Muhammad. There's a train of coming. You don't need no baggage. You just get on board. All you need is faith to hear the dealer calling. Don't need no ticket. You just thank the Lord. The train to Jordan Picking up passengers Coast to coast Faith is the key Open the doors and bore them and blessings, peace and blessings. This is your brother, Brother Rudolph Muhammad, and this is another edition of Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness, beginning all things in the name of the Most High God, the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end, the I am that I am. That one who is responsible for your and my existence on this planet at this time. To him and to him alone, we beseech his mercy and his kindness. Because that's what it takes for us now to exist day to day. It's not about any goodness that we have done but it is about the grace and mercy of our all-wise, all-merciful benefactor, the grand architect of the universe. Call him what you want. Just call him. But just know that the true power to 
whatever is going on in the world today lies with him. I want to thank all of you who are listening so far, who have tuned in, and I want to thank those that are going to call in. It's been a minute since we've talked to you, and a lot has happened. And we are going to delve into it in these next two hours. And we're going to talk about not just the problems, but we're going to talk about possible solutions because this is a solution-based show. Feel free to call in at 563-999-3089. Press the number one so that you can join in the conversation. You can ask a question. You can answer a question. But this definitely needs to be a conversation and not a monologue. I am your co-host, Brother Rudolph Muhammad, and we will be joined by my right hand, my partner, our other more than able, able co-host, Brother Yusuf Muhammad, as he is dealing with some of the vicissitudes of life. When he's freed up, then he will join in. We want to thank, take this time, though, to thank our engineer, Brother Forrest Muhammad, for all that he does, he and his wife and his family, in getting us connected every week and keeping us on the air so that we can get the information to you that we need to get to you. I don't know where you may be listening from on the planet, but I am currently geographically physically located in the city of Detroit. Yes, the city of Detroit. Some call it Motown. To the believers of the nation of Islam, it has a whole different meaning. Because we know this is the city where Master Farad Muhammad came first and where he established the nation of Islam here in the West. This is the place where he empowered, um, what's another word, where he, some would say, installed, where he, um, how would you say, christened the most honorable Elijah Muhammad and gave him his marching orders for what he needed to do. And this is the place where black people who sojourned from Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee, some from Georgia, some from the Carolinas, this is where they came to make a new start for their family. And this is where they came to try and build a better life for their family and then branched out from here to Chicago and to other major cities on the East Coast. 
if you're watching the news now, you know the big the big news in Detroit. The big news in Detroit is the UAW. That's the union that um that's that represents the workers for the big three automakers. And right now they're on strike. And every week, more and more are going out on strike. They do not adhere to their demands. Now, what are their demands? Some of their demands are monetary. Most of their demands are quality of life demands. They want a four-day work week which they're not the only ones. A lot of people are talking about a four-day work week, which would give the workers more time with their families and give them more downtime in order to do the things that they need to do for themselves. What else are they asking for? They're asking for their pensions, they're asking for their medical coverage. Do you realize that some people, after working 20, 25, 30 years on the job, when they retire, they don't even have medical coverage to take care of them and their families after they have given their bodies for 20 and 30 years and and, and run their bodies down and beat their bodies up? And so they walk away with a check, but with the high price of medical care in this day and time, that check doesn't mean a thing. If you don't have medical coverage to take care of you and your family when you get sick, the largest check you could think of. Hell, I can tell you an illness that can eat that checkup in less than a week. One medical procedure can take care of that six-figure salary. Don't let there be convalescent care that's needed or rehabilitative work that's needed. Don't let there be medications, prescriptions, or machines that may have to be ordered and given, and then supplemental care. All of this is in that package that they're looking for. And then most of all, you know, they make a great point. They're working on the line producing vehicles that they can't even afford to buy. Their bosses are giving themselves 30 and 40% raises and won't even give the workers a decent raise to deal with the cost of inflation. So the workers have decided to unite and to walk off the line. Now, a lot of people are saying that, you know, strike doesn't mean anything. They ain't paying no attention to it. Don't believe that. They're asking, well, how long can the workers stay out? 
you know, they, yeah, it's all fun and games until the, the, the reserves that they have run out. And, and then, you know, because strike wages, yeah, that's $500. But when you're working at the plant and you used to them overtime checks, man, that $500 seems like petty cash. And then they still have mortgages to pay, car notes to pay, insurance to pay, utility bills, buying groceries, buying clothing for their children. Some of them, their children are in private schools. So all the way around, you know, nobody is really, really coming out of this thing unscathed. Everybody is feeling this and everybody is going to have to bite the bullet in order for this thing here to level out or straighten out if it's going to and then when we look at the other side to this what's going on in the world well you have the people in congress trying to pass a bill to allocate billions and billions of dollars for the war with Russia. Mm. And some of the sentiment with that is, okay, so why? how is it that we can allocate billions of dollars for that, but we can't find money for the inner cities to deal with the homeless issue? We can't find money in the inner cities to deal with poverty and with starvation. We can't find money in the inner cities to deal with proper education of our people. And then most of the cities of New York are in a crisis right now because what they call the refugee crisis. Ain't that a blip? That's not the biggest form of hypocrisy. A nation that was founded by cutthroats, liars, and thieves, built by slaves, and instituted by, well, let's just say less than honorable people, now they're complaining, calling someone a refugee. If I can remember history correctly, it was only one group of people who were brought to this country against their will. Everybody else pretty much came on their own. And then that group that were brought here they're not even considered in the matrix when you're talking about society. So they never get a chance to um, bask in the sunlight, as, or so to speak. They never get a chance to sit at the table and uh, share the wealth of the bountiful blessings and the harvest of this country. They never get a chance to enjoy or reap the fruits of the labor of their fathers, their mothers, their grandfathers, and their grandmothers. 
But what they do get is they get the blame in society for everything that's gone wrong. So, you know, there's just a lot of things going on. And then my daughter sent me some footage. She's in Brooklyn, New York. And I believe it was the B-14 bus in Brownsville that was almost completely underwater. While she was talking to me, her phone went off, and I recognized the alarm. And I asked her, I said, babe, what is that talking about a flash flood warning? She said, right here, Daddy, where I am. I said, well, where you at? She said, I'm in Brownsville. I said, a flash flood in Brownsville? There's no water around there. What are you talking about a flash flood in Brownsville? And then she sent me the pictures. And the B-14 bus is riding down the street, and you see the water begin to rush into the bus. And in less than 30 seconds, it's almost halfway full, and there are people on the bus. From what I'm told, it's been raining in New York, and not just casual rain, not a drizzle, a downpour for an extended period of time. Yes, brothers and sisters, this is the time that we're living in. This is the time that we have been talking about, the time that was foretold to us would come. So now this show that we do, Disaster Awareness, for community preparedness, because first you must be aware before you can prepare. And we have been beating this drum for years. And some of the things that we've talked about are now coming true in places where people thought they would never see these things. But yes, as Brother Yusuf and I say every week, if there was a mantra for it, it would say, coming to a town near you. Pray that those who are being affected by a lot of these disasters now, that they will make it through these disasters and that they can regroup from them and begin putting their lives back together in order to get out of survival mode and begin to live again. Because the longest phase of any disaster, anyone can tell you, is the recovery mode. Hell, it could take you 20 to 25 years to recover from one disaster. The question is, do you have in you what it takes to withstand what you have to withstand, and are you willing to do what you have to do to recover and to survive? And again, you can answer it any way you want to. There's no right or wrong answer. But the proof, as they say, is in the pudding. It remains to be seen. This is the end 
of Disaster Preparedness Month. And so I'm glad that we're on the uh, air to talk to you this weekend. Again, just to get some things out to you, because what we try and do with this show is to put out some education and information to help you make an informed decision when disaster strikes. It's not if, that it's going to happen. The question is, where will you be when disaster strikes? And how much planning have you put into this? How many seeds have you planted getting ready for the inevitable? Have you made a plan? Have you wrote that plan down? Have you rehearsed that plan with your family? And have you periodically gone back to take a look at that plan and tweak it where it needed to be tweaked? Again, this is a rhetorical question at this point. But again, the proof is in the pudding. You can say what you want to say. The question is, what will you do when the floodwaters are around your knees? Where will you go when the walls are caving in and things are curtailing on all sides. What have you put in place for shelter for you and your family? That's just shelter. What are you going to eat? What have you stored up for a rainy day? Have you been canning? And even if you have been canning and you have to evacuate your particular domain. How much of that can you take with you? Because it's in glass jars. How much do you know about living off the land? Do you know what plants you can eat and you cannot eat? Do you know where to find supplies that you may need if you can't take them with you? Again, brothers and sisters, these are just questions that I'm asking. Our inquiring minds want to know. What will you do when disasters run wild on you? Do you have an app on your smartphone? that you can tap into at any given time of the day, provided that you have a a signal, and you can get up-to-date information on what's going on in your area, and you can receive warnings as to what is coming coming in your direction. Do you know where to tune in? to get the best information 
on what needs to be done and what needs to be put in place. Again, these are all just questions. Just questions. Possibly today we will have... Oh, okay. There's someone right there. Welcome to Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. To whom do we have the pleasure of speaking to, and how may we be of service to you? <laughs> it's just me, Brother Rudolph. It's Brother Forrest, brother. Something like that. Oh, okay. Just Brother Forrest. There's no such thing as just Brother Forrest. Well, Brother, I want to... Is not a... <laughs> brother Forrest... Hey, brother. A, a, a person, yeah. Brother Forrest is an entity. <laughs> okay, brother. It's Brother Forrest, an entity, by the grace of Allah. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm sitting in my house in New York City eating my bean soup because it's that time of the day to break fast. I wanted the, the listeners who are listening, who may have family in the flood zone, especially in the inner cities, uh, this uh, rainstorm is hitting the north, the, the mid northwest. I mean, north, mid northeast. You know, New York City down to uh, Delaware. And Brother Rudolph, you know, we talk about these things from time to time. The dangers of walking in and flood water in New York City or any major metropolitan area, people take it for granted. Oh, I'm just walking on the sidewalk and whatnot. But in New York City, in particular. Ninety percent of our power lines are underground, so you right. you could walk yourself right to be electrocuted. Um, That's correct. Not to mention the not to mention the sewage water that now has mixed in with the rainwater because the water goes down then comes back up. People don't understand. You if you reach flood levels in New York City, that means the water went into the sewage sewage water and came back up out of the gutter, and now you're walking in sewage water which has Crazy, crazy amount of bacteria in it that you may drag into your house and bring unwanted uh, diseases that, into your to your family. So make sure that you take off your shoes, your clothes, and everything. Well, everything is wet at the door. Don't go in your house with this stuff on. Wash the manhole covers that you're stepping on because <clears throat> the power lines could be, uh, you know, short, uh, dislodged, and the fact that the drainage holes in New York City, the manholes that you don't see because they're inside the curb, <clears throat> could cause a current that could drag you under. It may not drag you all the way into the sewer, but it could drag you to the point where you can't get your head above water and you drown. So I wanted to talk about those things, but bring them to your mind because I know, I know that once I sparked your memory of New York City because you live in the D-Town now, you don't, you don't deal with these issues. You live on Lake Michigan and the Detroit River and your joy, sunshine, and a little snow now and then, but there, there are perils in the inner city that uh, we have to be acutely aware of. Go ahead, Brother Rudolph. Take it over. I'll come back and refresh your memory about some things in New York City again. Brother, are you insinuating that because I'm no longer residing in New York City that I have somehow forgotten about the terrain, brother? Is that what you're insinuating here? All I know, brother, is you're wearing crocodile shoes and shark skin suits and big, fancy hats. <laughs> you, you, you Detroit now, brother. 
When did Rome do like the Romans, brother? Hey, hey, brother. <laughs> no, family, everything brother said is 1,000% correct. And then some. And then think about it. Think about it, family. You ride around New York City every day. What are the streets like? What are the pothole situations like in New York? So you know on a, on a good day when, when there's no water covering the street, you are driving, it's like riding through a minefield trying to find level ground to drive your car on. Imagine now when you have two, three, four feet of standing water or running water through the streets and you can't see where the potholes are and you just chugging along, driving through the puddle, and then all of a sudden the bottom drops out. But you knew because they always say, never drive through the puddle. But you're so used to doing it anyway and nothing happening that you think because nothing has happened, nothing will happen. And then it happens. Then what do you do? You know, you have children in the vehicle with you because you just picked them up from school. You have your elderly parent in the vehicle with you trying to take them somewhere. You have your loved one in the vehicle with you. So you're not by yourself. So it's not like you just have to think about just yourself. You have to think about others now, and now the decisions that you make are costly ones because the wrong decision can sentence you or your loved ones to a slow, painful death, not even an instant group death. And that's a decision that you will have to make and the consequences of a decision that you will have to live with for the rest of your life. And think about how you would feel if you made an improper decision and it cost the life of one that you say that you love very much. Think over this. These are just things to make you go, hmm, this is just something to get you to understand the time that we're living in and what must be done for our safety and our survival. We were taught by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad to do for self or suffer the consequences. That's a very broad statement with a multifaceted meaning. Well, what are the consequences of not doing for self? When the time comes, you don't have what you need to get what you need. When the time comes, You can't do for yourself and your family because you did not plan ahead. And we know those who fail to plan have already planned to fail. And inaction 
is an action. No response is the response. And so these are some of the things that become reality and are a reality now in the city so nice they had to name it twice. New York, New York, big city of dreams. But everything Hmm. in New York ain't always what it seems. You might get fooled if you come from out of town. But I'm down by law, and I know my way around too much, too many people. Yes, too many people and not enough resources. Already hmm. at a bit. Then with almost 10,000 refugees per month coming into your city, as per your mayor, You don't even have enough resources for the quote-unquote legal citizens. And now they are going to be stripped away by others that have come. And this is not to put you at odds with those who have come to fled to New York seeking a better life. This is not to cause you to allow you or to incite you to you. So with all the things that we have already spoken about, now let's add something to the mix. Let's add the novel coronavirus or COVID-19, the new strain. Mm. Let's add the new so-called, um, I don't know what they call that thing. Uh, oh, man, it's not an immunization. Um, what they calling that thing now? The vaccine, the vaccine, yeah, yeah, that thing. So now let's add that. Now we know, everybody knows, that they lied to the whole world the first time about everything. They lied about the effects of COVID-19. They lied about how it began where it, the origins of it, they lied about who it really, really was affecting and who it was designed for. They lied about the so-called vaccines that they said that if you took the jab, then you couldn't get the virus. Then they went as far as to, now here is the criminality in this whole thing that neither Republican nor Democrat will speak of publicly. So you give the drug companies immunity, total immunity to do whatever they want to do now in experimenting on the human population of the planet, 
with drugs that have not been tested yet, but you're calling it a vaccine, but it hasn't been tested. But then you go even further that you're mandating it on people and forcing them to take it, and if they don't take it, now you're constraining their ability to live. They lose their job if they don't take it. They get kicked out of school Mm -hmm. if they don't take it. They can't go here if they don't take it. They can't receive these resources if they don't take it. And then they take it, and some die from it. And they can't even be compensated for it because the drug companies have total immunity. They do have insurance companies that take premiums all year, and now, now when it's time to pay out, they find a clause that exempts them from paying out, and so families can't even bury their loved ones now because they don't have the money to bury them because the insurance companies don't have to pay depending on what the diagnosis, the de- what the um, presumptive uh, cause of death was, or, or they want to call it an act of God, or how, whatever slick willy terms they want to use to give them the window of opportunity to scuttle through so that they don't have to make good on monies that people have been paying to them on policies for years. That's the criminal side to it. Now, I say again, neither Democrat nor Republican speak out against the criminality in that whole uh, 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 um, thing that I just primitively laid out. There are others who can say it more eloquently than me. I am not the most eloquent of speech, but I believe I paint the picture well enough for you to understand what the doggone picture is. That's right. And I believe that there's not a family on the planet that the effects of COVID-19 have not touched. So with that being said, are you still going to fall for the okey-doke this time around when they tell you, oh, there's a new vaccine out, hurry up, run, get your vaccine against this new strand of COVID, and it just so happens again to come along during flu season so now you have flu, RSV, and COVID-19 once again plaguing the world. We are in a shortage of resources once again, and certain companies are going to get filthy rich once again because they are going to control the supply chain. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'm just throwing that out there. I hear the voice of my brother on the line, <laughs> our co-host. Yes, sir. They, yes, that's 
fearless one who stands in between you and the wall of fire that is threatening to engulf you and your property. That one who puts himself in the way of harm in order to save ones that he does not even know. We always talk about the mind of the responder, the mind of the victim, and the mind of the emergency manager. Well, this brother has two of those minds at least going on in him at any given time because he is a first responder, but he's also an emergency manager. One thing to make sure of, though, he is never a victim because a victim is one who sees no light at the end of the tunnel. A victim is one who has thrown up their hands and given up in the struggle to fight for their own survival. A victim is one who in their mind, they have already considered and accepted defeat of whatever the situation is. Well, this brother is never a victim because he is a spiritual brother who is imbued and embellished with the light and understanding of Almighty God, the Creator. And he is used as a pie piper to go before the people to, as the voice of one crying out in the project, get right. (laughs) I'm talking about our brother, your brother, my brother, Brother Yusuf Muhammad. Brother Yusuf. Thank you, Brother Rudolph. Beginning all things in the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful. I'm just eternally grateful to be here, brothers and sisters, and uh, forgive me for my tardiness. I greet you with the greeting words of peace. As-salamu alaykum. For those who don't know, thank you, sir. That means peace be unto you. The reply is, unto you be peace. And as we're taught by the most honorable Elijah Muhammad's national representative, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, we also are actually offering a prayer one to another. And so being in this field, we uh, again want to thank all of you for tuning in for another weekly edition of Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. We thank you for the honor of your ear and the privilege of your presence. I want to thank Brother Rudolph for holding it down for this past 45 minutes, and Brother Forrest and the staff of Black Hole Radio, LLC, for reaching out to their brother to make sure I was all right. Well, certainly my intent was to be on time as it, you know, normally is. And oftentimes I've been blessed to teach on time management, teach on project management, teach on strategic planning. But sometimes, you know, circumstances have a way of making you really understand the significance of saying, Lord willing, or in one of the languages of our ancestors, Arabic, inshallah. (laughs) So for all the good intentions I had to be prepared for today's program. 
at 4, 8, uh, 4 p.m. It was like, Brother Rudolph, all situations collided at once. You remember <laughs> when our dear brother, assistant student supreme, Brother Aziz Muhammad, the Grand Master, had a dojo in Brooklyn called When Worlds Collide. When Worlds Collide. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that, it felt like that right before I was able, I was about to prepare to come on. It was like when worlds collide, and I, 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 I know what's going on around me, but I'm saying, how do I get out of this? <laughs> I hear the phone ringing. <laughs> I said, I know who it is. I just can't get to it. But Allah's <laughs> God always has been and always will be. You know, when I did tune in, I was on for about 15 minutes, and I was hearing you speaking of various conditions. And so I'd be less than uh, uh, what I'm worth if I didn't um, guide our listening audience to the Final Call newspaper this week, Yeah, where every week they talk about the depopulation briefs. And certainly you can go to noi.org forward slash vaccine and see the statistics. And see why we shouldn't be taking that vaccine, because, I mean, now, if you just listen to mainstream media news, they're telling you straight up the vaccine that they have for you today is not going to be any good to you tomorrow for the next variant, because they've only manufactured it for, quote, unquote, the variant that they discovered yesterday. Reminds me, Brother Rudolph, of Gil Scott Heron when he talked about the Tuskegee experiment. He said, Tuskegee 626, scientists getting their tricks, where brothers you dig are guinea pigs for vicious experiments. It reminds me of the book, and I don't have it in front of me, but I believe it's called Medical Apartheid. Yes, sir. And it goes into the history, and it just bears witness to the most honorable Elijah Muhammad telling the honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, who told us that we can't fathom the depths of what Satan will go to. I believe he said the honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan July 4th, 2020, at what was considered called the criterion that he delivered that message in the garden out in Michigan. And he said, what, what, what nerve do these people have meeting, this is my word, clandestinely, but meeting to kill off people? What, what, what kind of mindset is that? We're going to determine how many people it's going to be on the planet. Brothers and sisters, we better wake up. I, I refer you to the final call because, again, on page 8 of this week's article, dated October 3rd, 2023, we have an article by our dear sister, Sister Minister Ava Muhammad. May Allah be pleased with her. And she quoted the minister. The minister made this statement during the criterion, and I quote, 
there are 14 therapies that are in the world today that we can use to fight against the COVID virus. The minister said that even when the general population didn't even know that there was a vaccine already established, but they hadn't revealed it yet. So what manner of man is he that he would risk his life to warn humanity? I appreciate the words you said with me, Brother Rudolph, and I I think there's truth to it. But we had to have an example. And the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is definitely that example. To our listening audience, we love you, but you can take it or leave it alone. You're not going to come back to Brother Rudolph and myself and ask us, well, brothers, how come you didn't tell us this was going to go down? No. You might not understand it, but we have to tell you what we know, that this is the voice of God, the man of God in our midst today, and God is present in the world today. So there is a contingent, an opponent, an enemy that doesn't want his voice heard. And so he tried to get on Netflix just to promote his compilation, Let's Change the World that it took him 14 years to produce on the violin with so many great musical artists. Netflix took it off before it was ever able to be shown. He was taken off Twitter, or it used to be called Twitter. Now they call it what, X? Where did the X come from? You better pay attention, brothers and sisters. We're living in a very critical hour, and that man has warned us, but more importantly, he's offered us guidance in truth in a very dark hour that we live in. So on the next page, let me let me let me let me say what Sister Ava's article is, how to prevent, treat, and defeat COVID nineteen without being vaccinated. Isn't that something? Don't think we're yeah. just gonna identify problems that you may or may not be aware of, but we're going to identify solutions. And then when Brother Rudolph, you know, he's so humble talking about he might not be as eloquent as others. That picture he painted was so eloquent, I dare somebody step before him to try to compete with his subject and verb agreement. Try to compete with his... uh, past, present, and future perfect tense delivery of what time it is relative to the vaccines, relative to the COVID. On the next page of the Final Call newspaper, the same date, October 3rd, 2023, it was written uh, originally in the Defender, the Children's Health Defenses News and Views website. It's entitled, New York Repeals COVID Vaccine Mandate, But Legal Fight." Not over. Well, again, brothers and sisters, if you think you're going to get through to the next day without some kind of fight in you, then you got another thought coming. You know, don't, 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 don't let the hood take, take your, your pass, your card away. Don't let the hood call you a punk because, you know, 
I remember it was uh, Reverend Vernon Johns, who was the pastor of the church before Dr. King got the church. That's right. I believe it was in Montgomery. Montgomery, Alabama. His daughter used to say, my father, Reverend Vernon Johns, used to always say to us, when you see a good fight, get in it. Get in it. This is a good one here, brothers and sisters. They're killing off our family. They're killing off our future generations, whether it's the vaccines, whether it's, you know, when the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan crisscrossed the 2,000 by 3,000, the continental United States of America, before the Million Man March, he had a lecture series uh, 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 entitled Stop the Killing. Right. And, you know, one of the Stop the Killing lectures, he said, the first killing begins in the mind. It has nothing to do with a gun or a knife. So, again, our children are being killed mentally. They don't know who to fight. Some of them don't know how to fight. So when they get a certain age, they say, well, I I can't cope because there's so much BS in the game out here. Right. So then that's why now mental health is a critical issue to address. But, you know, when mainstream media gets it, they get something, and then they, they, they make it trendy. They make it commercial. And every commercial on TV, every other one is a pharmaceutical, as Brother yes, Rudolph sir. talked about. That relationship between pharmaceuticals and insurance companies and the AMA, the American Medical Association, and it seems like the black doctors uh, almost are buying into it as well. This is a dark hour, brothers and sisters. You better recognize the light while we still have it, have him in our midst. So anyway, I hope I connected some of the dots, Brother Rudolph. We talked about solutions, so COVID-19 practical steps for self-care, what you can do to protect yourself. You can go to NOI.org forward slash C19. You may have seen the the, uh, flyers that talk about the antiviral and antiseptics prevention and treatments like ivermectin, which has become highly political. I wonder why it's effective like black cumin seed, like antiseptic gargle mouthwash. We recommend the brown kind. We won't promote any particular uh, 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 manufacturer, however, kill those germs or at least minimize them. And what about immune boosters? Good nutrition, sun, fresh air, Exercise, vitamin D3, vitamin C, quercetin, zinc. And did I mention Paximmune as an antiviral and antiseptic? If I didn't, consider putting that in your medical go bag, if you will, your supply kit. And don't, don't forget how to Eat to Live, book one and book two, our God-given immune system. That's the best defense against COVID-19. Quoting the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, 
if we eat the proper food and eat at the proper time, the food will keep us living a long, long time, unquote. And then there are other books. You know, there are other practitioners. I know in one of the recent uh, final calls, they highlighted our dear sister, Queen of Four, Brother Rudolph, out yes, of Brooklyn. She has quite a few books out that may help us build our immune system. So uh, it's about, brothers and sisters, our journey to optimal health and wellness. Let's not play with this thing. I mean, we last week we, we weren't with you live. However, we just escaped in southeastern Virginia, a force of nature that was backed by another force of nature. And uh happens all the time, Brother Rudolph, as you know. Oh yeah. As soon as something impacts your area, people come out of people come out the woodwork, brother. I need to tune into your show, brother, because I lost power. I gotta get one of them generators. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Brother, 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 man, my family, man, my house, my house, my cousin's house just caught on fire, man. They ain't have no fire extinguishers, man. I, mean, I got what what's that fire extinguisher you talk about we should invest in? <laughs> See, we we not we you know, we are crying out in the projects, but we not trying to do it just to be doing it. Brother Rudolph and I, right. we, we have wives, we have children, we have grandchildren, we have other uh, uh, responsibilities, but Allah blesses us to have this opportunity to come That's right. uh, before you to give you some insight, some foresight before the flood comes, as we always talk about the prophet Noah. And, right. and 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 when when he built the ark, if you will, I will say shout out to uh, Chief um, Battalion Chief Sean T. Hart out of the Portsmouth Fire Department. I had a good meeting with him yesterday, uh, Brother Rudolph, yes, with uh, their Office of Emergency Management Director, a brother by the hey. name of Stephen Davis. And so, you know, made inroads, and they look forward to coming on the show as soon as we, you know, schedule them. Yes, sir. And, of course, it's not an office of emergency manager director that I've met (laughs) that doesn't lead off their objective of what it is that they do by saying, well, we hope nothing ever happens. (laughs) However, (laughs) yeah. Don't we all hope that nothing ever happens? Hey, what what Mr. Abel that. saying about about <laughs> a hope fiend? <laughs> yeah, a hope fiend. Ain't that something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. But anyway, it was it was a good meeting. I was I was honored to meet brother. And they're doing some things in terms of training. They're doing some things huh. in terms of, you know, enhancing their incident command system which for those who may not know, it basically six components to an incident command system, uh, which really it originated in, they say, in the military, but then it filtered to fire service, it filtered to law enforcement, it filtered down to paramilitary uh, agencies such as emergency medical services. But the six basic components are planning, 
operations, logistics, resources, which resources can be broken down into human resources and financial resources. Right. And then the other other two would be communication and coordination. And certainly there are other variables uh, to make an operation, as Brother Rudolph stated earlier, even though there are some commonalities of the victim, the first responder, and the emergency manager, there's some overlap in all three. However, the emergency manager has specific duties, assignments, and responsibilities to make sure the first responders have all the resources that they may come home to their family safely and that they may get right. into the community as uh, effective and as efficient as possible to help uh I know Brother Rudolph don't like this word, mitigate. That's one of our terms, though. <laughs> mitigate the situation. <laughs> but shout out, shout out to uh, Brother Battalion Chief Sean T. Hart uh, and, and, and um, Director Stephen Davis of the Office of Emergency Management in Portsmouth, Virginia. Also shout out to our brother out of the uh, Ministry of Health and Human Services, Brother Rudolph, Brother Tyreek in Richmond, yes, Virginia, sir. he's doing, he along with the sister, Dr. Laura Muhammad, they're doing some great work in the mid-Atlantic region trying to, again, get the communication, the coordination up that we can really, you know, turn what the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said to us way back in I want to say it was the 10th anniversary of the Million Man March, the Millions More Movement, where he gave us in the Nation of Islam nine ministries that ended up being ten ministries, and one being the Ministry of Health and Human Services. So Brother Tariq, in fact, what time is it now? In about a half hour, he's trying to get the personnel from the various mosques, study groups, and cities together to give an update of the landscape, if you will. I just want yes, to give sir. them uh, 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 a shout-out, recognize them that Allah has blessed me to, you know, have them come across our screen while I'll um, look up some other pertinent. Oh, one one last thing, Brother Rudolph. I don't know if you got the intel, Brother, but when that storm came up the East Coast last weekend, Brother, last Friday, Brother, there was quite a few areas in Brooklyn underwater, Brother. Yes, sir. Yeah, we spoke about My daughter sent me some footage of the B-14 mm-hmm. bus halfway underwater with passengers. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Just wanted to know. Man. Yeah, I just saw it myself. I just saw it myself. So, wow. Gird up your loins, brothers and sisters. Yeah, you know how they say, um, what's that say in Ephesians? so that you might stand against the wiles of Satan, right? <laughs> right. Put on the whole armor whole of armor God. Whole armor of God, right. Yeah, it's one, it's one thing when, 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 when the pandemic hit, the medical professional said, um, remember the three W's, wear a mask, <laughs> wash your hands, <laughs> 
and uh, what was it? Some about be aware or uh, six feet. Six yeah, feet. Watch. Yeah. yeah, something like that, right? What was watch that? That other distance. W. Yeah. Watch. Yeah, watch your distance. Thank you very much. Watch yeah. your distance. But we're telling you, brothers and sisters, that's 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 your PPE. That's your personal protective envelope. But we saying put on your spiritual PPE. Right. That is what? The helmet of salvation, the yeah. breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, sword of the spirit, yeah. belt of truth. And your feet shouted with the gospel. Well, why you ask? Why, why we got to do all that, brother Yusuf? Well, I'm glad you asked me that question because further on in that same chapter, Ephesians 6, it says, well, we wrestle not, we war not against flesh and blood. Flesh and blood, right. But against powers and principalities, against the rulers of the darkness of this world and against spiritual wickedness, in no places. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. In high places. I'm telling you, you better put on your spiritual PPE, your personal protective envelope. This is real in the field. It's just not Brother Rudolph responding to a call and he gotta figure out person laying down in a in a in a uh 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 not vertical but a horizontal position. Eyes closed, is the person asleep? Has the person fainted? Has the person right. OD? Right. Is the person dead? So Brother Rudolph got to go into his ABCs, but his LOCs before his ABCs. Not local That's organizing right. committee, but long live the spirit of the Million Man March, but your level of conscience. Are you all right? Are you okay? There you go. That's right. He, Second responsibility. Th- then he got to determine the ABCs, your airway, your breathing, your circulation. Yeah. That's his purview. I'm going to get up out of it because I don't know the flavor of this particular Kool-Aid, but I just wanted to tell you, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, this is real in the field. Yes, this sir. This is no joke. So as I go back into my um, cocoon, I'm going to let you pick up, Brother Rudolph, and take it where law wants you to take it, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you, Brother Yusuf. Man, you connected the dots, and then you highlighted the paragraph and put it where it's supposed to be in the conversation. Then you set the outline for the rest of the paper. Praise be to Allah. (laughs) Well, we're going to keep it right there because, see, those of us, and see, to those of you that are listening to the show, you can say what you want. I really don't care what you say. I really don't care what you think. And we some holy rollers or whatever, but we know because, see, That's right. when you have been through some stuff, you know where the true power lies. When you done had your back to the wall, and by all uh, accounts of common sense, you know that the out, what the outcome should have been, but that outcome was spared from you because of something else, then you know there's another force in the universe that's a force to be reckoned with. And so with all of the things that are going on, and we talk about disaster preparedness and, yeah, and prepping and being ready, the readiest that you can be 
is to have the spirit That's right. of your God in you alive and well that he can tell you to move. And you move out without hesitating and without question, and then you realize where you moved from got destroyed. And had you oh. carried there, you would have been one where people would have been saying, whoa, to you. Mm. But yes, yes. So, you know, we have to get our spirit in check, and we have to deal with the spirituality that is moving and allowing things to happen the way that they happen. The book of Jeremiah 51:45 mentions a warning to the people of God to flee out of Babylon. Could this be referring to the captives, Jews, in ancient Babylon? If God called the ancient Jews his people, it was for a sign of a future people that he would choose to call his people, the American so-called Negro. That's right. Oh, man. Oh, man. You know, you know, man, man, man. Look, look, look. In ancient Babylon's history, the enslaved Jews were ordered to flee out of her midst and delivered every man his soul from the fierce anger of the Lord, Jeremiah fifty-one forty-five. And I know a lot of y'all are saying, well, brother, what that got to do with the one in Revelations is warning a people to flee out of Babylon so that they be not partakers of her sins of Babylon and receive not her plagues. This showed that God was going to plague Babylon and that his people should not suffer the divine plagues sent upon Babylon. (laughs) The call of Islam, the true religion of God to us, the once enslaved of America, is the same call telling us to flee out of the American way of life so that our lives may be saved from the divine destruction of a non-repentant enemy. Jeremiah 51:45. You go get it and read it for yourself. But this comes out of the fall of America written by the mm. honorable, most honorable Elijah Muhammad. See, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad has put some books out here, and and in those books, Mm. it was like the almanac. You know, people refer to the almanac because it's supposed to have some predictions for the future, and they're supposed to be true. But in these writings from the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, this is the truth of the future in advance. The Honorable Mr. Lewis Farrakhan is the eyewitness news reporter in advance because he is warning us and telling us where to go, where not to go, what to do, what not to do, how to do things, how not to do. Say this, shut up, don't say that. Be still, don't move. 
And every time we listen and adhere to what he tells us, we are spared the divine chastisement of an angry God who is angry and is about to wipe the slate clean. Our fleeing out of Babylon doesn't necessarily mean we have to pack up our families and leave where we are. It means we need to pack up our minds and leave that mindset behind that we were raised and educated with in this bastard place called the United States of America. And we have to come into the mindset of a righteous God who wants to deliver us, but you can't deliver your behind without first delivering your mind. Mm-mm. I'm going to stop it right there, Brother Yusuf. I believe that alone, you know. No, Brother, I, I, thank you for letting or me let it alone. <laughs> well, family, yeah. look, let me tell you something. We came into this right here not knowing how Allah was going to order our steps, but Brother Rudolph was just talking about the 18th chapter of Revelation, where that <laughs> mystery Babylon refers to us here in America. You can take it and leave it alone, but it says that, in essence, Babylon has fallen, it's fallen. She's become a habitation of devils, a hold, H-O-L-D, for every foul spirit and a cage, for every unclean and hateful bird. And the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that cage represents cities, every city. Filthy. Babylon has fallen, the fall of America. You know, it's interesting. As I was listening to you, Brother Rudolph, simultaneously, I'm doing my research, and I'm going to the latest bulletin out of FEMA. And FEMA was talking about uh, awarding $56 million to improve resilience and security of public broadcasting. And it gives the details, and it says contact us and It's the Next Generation Warning System grant program, they're saying. But then when I I look at mainstream media, they're telling me that Congress is getting ready to bankrupt America. If they don't sign certain bills and whatnot, we have until Saturday at midnight before they approve whatever bills to keep the economy going. Or, as the song used to say, whoops, there it is. Shut it down. And it's really shut nothing it, to play. We not make Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we <laughs> we really not making light of this. However, we just asking Allah to be, you know, in our prayers and, and shout out to the Muslim community, Juma Mubarak, Juma Kareem. You know, yes, Friday is the day where we have congregational prayer and we engage in uh, a way of prayer It's like the, 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 the Christians say Every knee must bow And every tongue must confess So the Muslims do that At least five times a day And in one of the steps of adoration You ask in Allah Forgive me Have mercy on me Right Protect me Support me Guide me and Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said, don't ask for elevation. 
an increased level of obedience. And so if you do that in your prayer and you believe what you're saying, then you believe that Allah is going to do those things? Or if it's your time to transition and leave this world, we, we pray that we're found as a submitting human being. Die not unless you die in submission right. to his will, his way, his word. We're not afraid that's to right. die, but we know when the God backs us, that's, that's when, when Brother Rudolph talking about me being a fighter, yeah, I, I love going into battle looking for a good fight, but I can't do it without the all-wise, right. true, and living God. That's right. I'd be a damn that's fool. Right. Yes, sir. That's why, you you know, we, we stay humble with what we do. Because, um, you know, Brother Rudolph has had a blessed life, and, and, and so have I. But to the degree, you know, uh, when them worlds collide and, and you fall, or, or you just can't figure it out at the moment, I say it like right. this, Brother Rudolph. When, when when I did fall, when I do fall, I fall so hard, Brother. You you need a a, a, a spatula and some WD forty to get my gluteus <laughs> maximus up off the ground. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, so then yes, you know, sir. by his permission, when he gets you up, what you gonna do? Act like it was you? You gonna right. be arrogant again? He want to see just <laughs> if you learn your lesson. Right. Uh, I'm, saying low. I'm saying low. When we yeah. in size do, when we on our knees and our head, a mug is on the rug. Right. Saying, there you uh, go. Uh, there glory right. to my Lord the Most High. Because we know as we trying to get as low as we trying to get, there's all kind of arrows and bullets and ammunition flying, flying up over, over us. Right. That's right. <laughs> That's you right. know what I mean? Exactly. So, so we just want to make it plain, uh, brothers and sisters. We can go through the operations. We can go through the go bag and the supplies and all that. We can go through the logistics, what you need to do if you have to evacuate, what you need to do if you have to shelter in place. We can do that. But if you don't have on that spiritual PPE, then, right. I mean, you know, it's one thing to prepare, but... As we as 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 we recite our sister Maya Angelou, she said, "You might not be able to control all the events that happen to you, but you can choose not to be reduced by them." And one well, of the thing is, I don't know, brother. If our grandparents used to sing this song in the church, but I remember hearing the elders sing it, "Old to His Hand, God's Unchanging Hand." Build your hope on things eternal. You better hold to his hand. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So, you know, we in this time, brothers and sisters. I, I see this I see this um FEMA advisory. They're awarding fifty six million dollars, but we know that's fiat money. Money's not really based on nothing. It used to be based on gold. But now it's like, you know, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad says day coming soon and very soon where people gonna roll up hundred dollar bills and smoke them like you know, <laughs> like it's a joint or something. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, 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 wait, 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 wait a minute. Maybe this is the wrong audience. Maybe this audience never smoked a joint. But uh, anyway, a cigarette, a cigarette. You know what I mean? A cigarette. How about that? Rolling up $100 bills and smoking a cigarette. <laughs> but, but, I mean, between between this, looking at this, and then hearing that, you know, 
this government can shut people shutting stuff. And they like children, man. They like children. Like I'm a Republican and we believe this, or you a Democrat and you believe that. And meanwhile, John Q. Public can't feed his family. Right. The auto workers are striking. That's a that's a first time. Man, look, we better do for self or suffer the consequences, as the most honorable Elijah Muhammad said. Let me see what else FEMA talking about. I know I got something else here. I'll find it, but I'm going to fall back, Brother Rudolph, and let you just pick up where Allah's guiding you. But when you start cracking that Revelations 18, and, uh, they, they, they asked me to deliver the message uh, down here in Norfolk this Sunday. And, uh, you know, as I was studying, you, you start talking about the books of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And, um, you know, there was a there was a there was a saying one time that, you know, our ancestors were killed for wanting to read. And now. We don't want to read even if it killed us. And, you know, it used to be <laughs> right. that saying that if you want to keep something away from black people. Put it in a book. Just put it in a book. Huh? No. Right. The first revelation given to Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, was read. Read in the name of Ikra. Allah. Ikra. Ikra. Who created you from a clot, and thy Lord is most generous. Read in the name of thy Lord, who taught man by the pen that which he knows not. Come on, brothers and sisters, don't go to sleep in this dark hour. Please don't go to sleep. Victory is ours if we want it, but we got to take that first step. You got to take that first step. Invest in yourself. Self-improvement, the basis for community development. uh, 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 Invest in yourself, and then your family will see, well, mom and dad, they serious about this. Disaster preparedness. They serious about putting on their spiritual PPE. And then hopefully it'll become contagious and your nuclear extended and blended family begin to see how serious you are. You know, this is this is this is real, brothers and sisters. I'm I thank a lot that Brother Rudolph just felt spiritual like that to bring it like that because it, it helped me. Again, brother, I, I came on, sisters, I came on a little late today on the strength of, man, I can't believe all these issues hit me simultaneously. Yes, sir. I mean, it was like I couldn't even, I couldn't even turn around. I, I was hearing things, and I was like, what, 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 what sphere am I in right now? <laughs> <laughs> This is uncharted waters, but it happens all the time to us, brothers and sisters. The devil is real, and he's busy. Do men think that they will be left alone or saying they believe and will not be tried? Indeed, (laughs) Allah has tried those before you. For he certainly knows who's telling the truth, and he knows who are the liars. So when I came up out of that spell... That's blue magic. Must have put a spell on my mind. Look, <laughs> I said, damn, I knew I heard the phone ring. It's after four. The brothers text me, make sure I'm all right, because it ain't like me. Yeah, that sure. ain't my MO not to get back immediately. Right. <laughs> right. And now right. I'm talking about it because, you know, why not be transparent, brothers and sisters? That's the thing. Tell yourself the truth first. Be true to yourself. And then, uh, to my own self be true. 
Right. Oh my God, a black man reciting Shakespeare. I'm I'm in love with Brother Rudolph. He don't even know it. Thy own self be true, whether the night or the day. Thou cannot be false to any man. Go ahead, Brother Rudolph. Stop messing with me, brother. Oh man. Man, you, you know, we always talk about the soundtracks of our lives, man. Right now, yes, sir. If, if I had if I had the ability, right now you would hear mom and pop staples singing. Uh, respect yes. yourself. Da, da, That's right. Da, 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 da. Respect uh-huh. yourself. Yeah. You show respect <laughs> for yourself by doing the things that need to be done to protect your life. Allah brought all of us into existence because we have a purpose to be here. Well, that's right. The forces that are against Allah are, are against us. And if we believe and trust in the God that brought us into the world through the um, hostile environment of the vaginal tract, where over a billion sperm cells were emitted into it, but you mm. were the one in a billion that fertilized that egg. I was the one in a billion that came to birth out of all of that. So if that's the case, then there was a reason for us being allowed to come to birth. Well, what's the mm-hmm. reason that you are alive on the earth at this day and time, October 29th to 2023. What is the reason? And if you don't know the reason, then you need to consult the architect of your existence and ask him, why were you born? What is it that you're supposed to be doing? Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't know, then ask somebody, but who better than to ask than the one that's the author of your existence? If you're driving a brand-new Mercedes and something happens with the car, who you going to ask? Uh, 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 my man, roll off the corner, the, 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 the crackhead, uh, what's wrong with your car? Or you going to open up the glove compartment and take out the owner's manual and see what that light on the dashboard means, according to the, those that who built the car and put it together. Uh, the, the God gave us rules for our existence, gave us a, a, a game plan on how to live this life. We just choose not to uh, – you know what it's like, brother – Brother Yusuf, it's like we go to uh, Ikea and buy a, mm. a, 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 a piece of furniture that we see already on the, uh, uh, assembled on the uh, warehouse floor. And we say, man, that right. looks nice. That looks nice in my house. And then we get it home in the box, unassembled, and we pull all the parts out the box. And instead of looking at the diagram and going over the diagram that the manufacturers have put in there to ensure that you put it together properly, you want to lead to your own understanding. And when you finish, mm. you got 17 screws left and wonder why it's wobbling. <laughs> Lean not this to your own understanding. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> 
well, that's what the scripture said. Well, that, that, that's what you, I believe. That's what, that's what my mother was a school teacher, and, and she forced me to go to Sunday school. So I, I've heard that a couple of times. I can't tell you where it is in the book, but I know it's in there. Lead not to your yeah, own yeah, understanding, yeah. but in all thy ways acknowledge it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how yeah, I say yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm, not it. I'm not quoting it. I'm not quoting it. You want it. Pastor. Okay, you I'm just the usher standing at the door. You know, and while we're talking about this, look, Scripture says, "And ye shall hear of wars." Mm-hmm. Um, um, what's going on with Russia and that other country? Is that that's a war, mm-hmm. right? Okay, that's and right. rumors of wars, uh, and every day we mm-hmm. listen to the news, they, they they talk about somewhere else that's that's warring, right? Okay. All right, mm-hmm. and that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So you still got some time. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. All these things happening every day in the news as we speak now. That's all you got to do. You uh, again, you you ain't got to. Try and be philosophical and quote scripture. Just listen to it, read it, think about it, watch the news, and see that it's proven true. And there That's shall right. be famines and pestilences in diverse places. Well, there was just a 6.0 earthquake a couple of days ago. There have been a couple of earthquakes in different places over the last two weeks, and there's some more to come. So evidently some somebody knew something. And these are the beginning of something. Oh, my God. These things are happening, and it's saying that this ain't even it. There's some more coming. Brother Yusuf, there's some more. This is in yes, Matthew sir. 24, 6 through 8. Yes, sir. Man, you know who man, makes rain, man. hail, snow, and earthquakes? I'm telling you. <laughs> Woo. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, I mean, look, there are 193, some say 195 countries in the world. Everybody's going through some kind of conflict, internally and externally. Now, who has the key to resolve these issues? After keeping this spiritual, the synagogue of Satan has infiltrated all of these countries. And they're trying to play God themselves. So anyway, (laughs) Brother Rudolph said it right. Blessed is the man or the woman who have found their purpose and are found doing Doing. it. It's one thing to have found your purpose, which is a very, you know, we know people our age and we're in our 60s that still are trying to figure out their purpose in life. And not that they're the, the, the woe is me type of person either. They, they're working, they're doing things, but they still haven't figured out what their specific purpose in life is. It's critically important that you find it and then you're found doing it because once you find it, there's a level of reluctance that human beings have, including myself, including Brother Rudolph, like, nah, what, Lord, this? You want me to do what? 
Right. I like doing this, but then you want me to take what? Another step? Right. Uh, but these people won't even listen. They don't even want to hear it. keep putting them trials before you until you figure it out. Until you get beat up and say, I submit. It makes it that much better. And when I listen to him talk about the emittance of sperm cells, I. You know, they go that soundtrack, Brother Rudolph. It's the whinings right there in Detroit. Billions didn't make it, but I was one of the ones who did. did. Right. Boy, once you find out your purpose and you found doing it, you're going to shout, hallelujah. You're going to shout, alhamdulillah, because you know you didn't create it. It was laid out before you. It was already written. The ancestors prayed that they would be in this time. They didn't make it, but you're here representing them. Can you imagine? You represent your parents who represents their parents and represents their grandparents, and you keep going back and back and back and back. You got 4,000 ancestors backing you up, if you but understood. And you in the line of the divine. That's it. If you but understood, because if you right. don't understand it, you 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 in the belly of the beast. Uh, born in sin and shaped in iniquity. Mm. Not that you're Sorry, righteous by God. nature, you still shouting, "I'm down with OPP." <laughs> Go ahead, that's right. <laughs> no, you should still shouting. You know, I'm naughty by nature. No, you're not. You're not naughty by nature. You're naughty by circumstance. By circumstance. You're righteous by right. nature. You you are the original man. You are the original man. Don't get it twisted. If you're a black man in America and you travel over to Dubai and you go to that beautiful masjid in Abu Dhabi, we thank Allah for the Arabs for keeping the Holy Quran untampered with. But you are the original man. The maker, the owner, the cream of the planet Earth, the God of the universe. Yes. If you only but knew, we thank Allah for his coming in the person of Master Fahd Muhammad, for his finding and raising the most honorable Elijah Muhammad and leaving with us in this dispensation of time the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan. That's right. I'm going to tell you why. Because to the degree you get um, discouraged, you feel like you don't have no backup, me and Brother Rudolph, we ain't police, but we, we you know, we've we interacted with them. You may even know some law enforcement. <laughs> some may be in your family. You yeah. might be. But, yeah. you know, when you call for backup, that's critical. Oh, backup yeah. is oh, yeah. the last case scenario. But when you call for it, you feel better, you feel better immediately because right. you know all you know hands are coming. on deck. Right. You know you what's know coming. You know all hands are on deck. And so... I back up in this day and age, you could take it or leave it alone. You know, Ezekiel saw a wheel, a wheel in the middle of a wheel. The pillar of fire by day, a city in the sky by night or something like that. It's real, brothers and sisters. They've had hearings on Capitol Hill about what affectionately or, you know, Ain't even affectionately, but what has been laid out, they used to call it UFOs, unidentified flying objects. Right. And they called very it, identified. Uh, 
<laughs> unidentified aerial phenomenon. And right. even changed it to something else like anomalous, unidentified anomalous <laughs> phenomenon or objects. We got backup, brothers and sisters. We got backup. Trust and believe we do. But we got to be right, too, ourselves. We got to put on that whole armor. God, I'm telling you. I'm telling right. you. Yes, sir. You just, you know, there, 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 there's a process that we can't get out of. You got to know your actual facts. You got to know your student enrollment. You know, this process, whether you get it or not, it don't stop till the casket drops. You know, it it, it really don't go. stop That's till right. the casket drop, right? That's right. You got so, to be found working until the end. Look, let me tell you, it's 538 Eastern Standard Time here on Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. You know, Allah guided us the way he guided us uh, this evening. You're more than welcome to, you know, call in and be a part of this conversation at 563-999-3089. And let us know what you think about the time and what must be done. We'll, we'll share with you what we've been given as we do every week because we never want to uh, uh, end our program and and you in your mind say, Sam, Brother Rudolph didn't tell me that this was going to happen or Brother Yusuf didn't tell me that that was going to happen. Well, we're doing the best we can, brothers and sisters, for real. You know, we're not, we're not just on this program just to be pontificating, if you will. You can have that, you know, even to the degree that we are blessed to articulate the information we've been given week in and week out. I can speak for Brother Rudolph that we say that we hope our actions Speak so loud that when we open our mouths, you can hardly hear what it is we're saying. Right. Right. That's it's, right. There's so much work to be done, and we've been in the vineyard, you know. A couple of weeks ago, we had our dear brother, Brother Eddie Muhammad, and uh, Brother John Muhammad, who, you know, have been dealing with specific health issues. They spent their whole life helping others. But it comes a point where we don't help ourselves, brothers and sisters. Well, we do. As most honorable Elijah Muhammad said, we do for self or suffer the suffer consequences. Suffer the consequences. You understand? You know, we hope you growing your own food, putting a plant in a pot, putting a plant in your backyard, making sure your soil is right. Give a lot of chance to bless you. He wants to bless us, but he wants to see what we're going to do for ourselves. You know, right. you put one plant in a pot, you automatically are part of the Ministry of Agriculture. You got to give it a shot, though. You got to give it a shot. There's so much joy in seeing your, your 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 plant germinate, the root go down before the shoot comes up. And then once it comes up and you get blessed by law of whatever comes you plant it, I mean, it's nothing like that kind of joy. It's nothing like that kind of accomplishment. But right. uh, as we are in the last 20 minutes of this week's program, I want to thank all of our listening audience for the honor of your ear and the privilege of your presence. I mean, it's just a joy to be able to come before you 
to our young people that might be on the line. Don't forget. Yes, sir, Brother uh, Forrest. I'm sorry to cough your wisdom, Brother Yusuf, but um, uh, the spirit has got me to chime in again. How y'all doing today, brothers? Beautiful. So, brothers, I wanted to add a. I I wanted to add a practical reality to what you're talking about because y'all quoted some beautiful scriptures today, and I think all three of us. I know you as a farmer, brother, brother Yusuf, have definitely been in that triple stage darkness, smoke and confusion all around, and death is at your heels, right? Oh yes, sir. Yes, sir. I know, brother Yusuf, brother Rudolph has been there, and I have been there. See, brothers, as we talk to the our listening audience, I don't know if they fully understand everything that y'all teach been teaching for the last five years on this uh, radio network, even more, longer than that. Uh, we have done some classes together in person. We've done them at different mosques. We've done them for the public. Even if they followed the plan to the T, and they had the gold bag, and they had everything ready, the cars gassed up. Brother, in that hour, when death is nipping at your heels and people are dying around you and buildings are falling down, I don't think they understand how deep the disaster is going to be. And if you don't have faith, you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. Right. I've been on that. Right. I've been in that operating room, brother. When they was operating on my heart, they've operated on my heart four times. It's a cold place to be. Everybody's standing around you, over you, and you got to have some faith in something other than the doctor. You got to have some faith right. in, in, the, right. in the anesthesiologist. You got to have something deeper. And I think. A lot of people may listen to this show and say, yeah, you know, oh, Brother Rudolph and Brother Yusuf, they, they preachers. They just want to preach. And this, this, there's a duality to this uh, disaster preparedness. There's a duality to mitigation. There's the practical part that we talk about that you, that you share with everybody, the ABCs of it, the fire extinguishers, everything you need. But, man, when you when you got that fight or flight um Fear hits you, and you got to make a decision. If you stop, if you stop, you die. So if you go forward, you may die. But going forward is the only way to go. It's something different that has to come up out of you that you didn't know that you have because it's dealing with you have a personal relationship with you and the God within you. So I want to right. praise you, brothers, for trying to bring people to this understanding. And those who don't, who have never been in front of a gun pointed to their head who have never seen anybody head blown off, who has never seen a child die in front of them because they couldn't breathe and they turned black, blue on you. If they've never been in a fire where the heat is so intense that there's stuff in your pocket is melting, they've never seen people grasping for air, grabbing at you to try to save them, then you don't understand what Brother Yusuf and Brother Rudolph is trying to share with you on the spiritual side, that there's something much more deeper than then a gold bag and a, your car with gas and food in your house. You can have all that, but, man, you can panic. You can lose faith and just lose your life right there on the spot because you wasn't prepared for the other side. So I wanted to add that to the to the forum, brother, bring that conversation. we got a caller on the line, too. I think it's Brother Allah. Hold on a second, brother. Let's bring him in. Is that Brother Allah? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, now we get, now we go get somewhere. Yeah. Allah. 
My bro- my brothers, I relinquish the mic. Thank you. Go ahead and just talk. I just want to thank you, brothers. Keep on bringing that spiritual side to it because the moment of impact is going to be definitely needed. Oh, brother. Thank you, brother. You can't do nothing but that. See, again, like you said, yeah, there's some people that's out there that think that Brother Yusuf and I are just frustrated Baptist preachers, okay? But now, when when you've experienced how it should have been over for you, but you're still here, and you can't explain it, because all common sense and all, uh, you know, when you put all the actual facts together, the outcome should not have been that. Then you realize that you're dealing with something that's more than just physical. And so because you're dealing with something that is more than just physical, now it forces you to acknowledge the fact that there's something else out here. It's like once you learn something, you can't unlearn it. And you can never again operate the way you operated when you were ignorant of that fact. So, you know, we're just trying to get you, the listeners, to understand that, uh, uh, you know, it's real out here. And in this day and time that we're living in, I mean, it's for real, for real. It's like playing for keeps now. It's not like years right. ago when you, know, you get a second and a third and a fourth chance. No, uh-uh, hell no. These devils that are out here now are playing for keeps, and they're going so deep into this thing that they're trying to reconstruct your and my DNA to ensure that our children will never come to life will never be born again. And those that are born will be so defective that they'll never have to worry about them causing any problems for them. And and if that is not enough to get you motivated, to wake you up, to sober you up, then you did. The problem is, you're not even good, you're not even good fertilizer to be put in the ground for anything else to grow. And that's the real problem. Allah, it's on you. Go ahead, brother. It's good to have you on the the mic, brother. Oh, man, you was going. I didn't want to stop you. (laughs) But, yes, sir, yes, brothers. Brothers, I was listening to Brother Forrest. He motivated me, and I thought about it. And, and, you know, the spiritual side and, 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 and the physical side, they all in one. All this information that you brothers share with us every, you know, on a week-to-week basis, all of this is about making your decision. Your decision has to be based on the physical, the mental, and the spiritual because you have to be your – one part is your plan. One part is your preparation, and the other part is your movement. Your plan, your preparation, your movement – all is determined all in one. What do you have? What you going to do? Where are you going to go? All of that is plan, preparation, and movement. Can you move? Can you not move? What do you have to move with? All of that is all intertwined in what Brother Forrest was just talking about. All of that is all, of that is all intertwined. 
you you know you you your your plan might be that hey it's, it's raining it's flooding it's nothing to do. my next plan might be I can't move my car can't drive through the water I'm, I'm stuck your plan might be hey I need to make a way to this roof and wait for help that might be your plan I've been I've been in situations where the family died because they didn't make their way to the roof everybody in the house drowned the neighbor next door he was on the roof I've been in situations where People's whole house flooded. The the man, the dog, and everybody died. I've been in fires where the people people decided they were going to hide in the closet or they were going to cover themselves with a wet blanket, and they didn't make it. The neighbor, what they did, they jumped out the window, second floor. That, that was a decision. That was an option that they had. How you exercise your option is based on the information that you have. You cannot say, oh, well, this plan, plan A is always going to work. Plan B is always going to work. You might have to go to plan C, D, E, and F. But at the end of the day, your preparation and everything is all in one. It's all in one. You have to have the information. You have to have the preparation. You have to have all of that to to execute. So when we're talking about disaster preparedness, that's that's your power fist right there. That's what's going to get you through. Because you've got to have you, – you, you can you can have, like you, like brother said, you can have all the go bags in the world. You can have all the equipment in the world. But what you're going to do with it, using it, how you use it, you might use a daggone a, 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 a piece of medical equipment as a, as a, as a weapon. If, if that's right. what needs be, your knowledge that you have and the wisdom that you have and the opportunity that you have, then that's what you've got to do. You know, you never know what you're going to use or how you're going to use it and where you're going to use it at. But having it as everything and using it as everything, the knowledge where and when to apply it is everything. You know, I, I, I've been doing disaster preparedness for years and years and years. I've been doing disaster response for years and years and years. I've been in the medical field for years and years and years. I've been in the fire department. I've been I've done all of these things. But one thing I can say I've, I've even done a little bit of security in in, 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 in in my time. One thing I can say is you never learn enough. Somebody always got a gem for your crown, and you take them gems, and you keep taking them gems, and you have a beautiful crown because it'll, it'll always get you to the next level. It'll always get you to the next uh, escape. You always get to, you know, people say, oh, you survived all these things all these years. You've been in all these disasters. You've been all this because I got a lot of gems and I got a lot of jewels and I can pass them on to other people where they can protect me while I'm doing what I'm doing. So with, I, I applaud you, brothers. I thank you, brothers, for all of the information that you have given me over the years, especially you, brother, you, Rudolph, and, and, and all the opportunity that you also have given me and all of the knowledge that I watched Brother Joseph give and, and Brother Yusuf give everybody, and it, I thank you all. Brother Forrest, I thank you for applying applying the platform for everyone to be able to be on here on a regular basis and share information. But I thank you all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I thank the creator for allowing y'all to be on this on, on this line to be able to tell us. Man. Man. It's something, man. This is something else. I mean, it you know is, how it is. Today, brother Yusuf. Man. <laughs> yes, sir. Beautiful. That's and, uh, thank you, brother Allah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're welcome, brothers. You earned you earned every bit of it and some. And some. 
Well, just so y'all will know about this brother Allah here that's talking, you know, he he talking all humble and and, and, and mealy mouth right now, but he ain't no lightweight in this disaster thing. You know, in in nineteen in, in twenty ten when Haiti had its earthquake, that was one of the brothers that I was blessed to be able to send to Haiti to be one of the incident commanders on the ground 96 hours after the earthquake and was one he was a coordinator and helped to coordinate the rescue of hundreds of our Haitian brothers and sisters that were stranded and trapped over there with no resources. Yes, so, sir. again, he ain't no lightweight. He ain't no yes man. He ain't me- really mealy mouth. Um, he's just a humble brother. He's a good brother, and he's a brother that's willing to, to be taught. And that's the main thing about this thing. As many years as I've been doing it, if somebody can teach me something, I'm willing to learn. Because you right. never know when it's going to come into come in handy for you. So I yes, just sir. want to give you your flowers, uh, Yes, sir. I, bro, bro, I went to a seminar one day. I went to a, <laughs> a, a brother's seminar one day, and a sister was teaching a class. I, I, I listened to the sister, and I could tell the sister had never really been in any disaster situation. But this sister had so much, she she was confident, and she had so much information to give. I had to sit down and just listen. You you, you got to have that attitude because you never know where, this, where good information is going to come from. And it wasn't right. information particularly for me. It was information that I felt like, oh, I could pass this on. This is dope. This is this is cool. I, you know, I don't right. live in this climate, but I could push this to somebody else who lives in this climate, and they could really and they could really benefit from it. So, yeah, or, you know, even if it doesn't benefit you, passing it on to a friend or family or a family or family member gives you the power. You having the power to pass it on to them means everything. It means everything. It means their their their, their success or their failure. You know, and somebody, and and I and I hope one day somebody gives me what I need, and he continues to give me what I need, information wise to protect and, and save myself. Yes, sir. That's right. Yes, sir. Every, every day, learning every day. Every day, brother. My biological father used to say, "The life you save might be your own." That's right, brother. Yes, sir. What commander used to say, Brother Rudolph? Huh? What, the, what commander used to say? What was commander saying? Do you remember what it was? That was similar to, to uh, the life you say would be your own? Oh, oh, yes, sir. Without a doubt. And he used to say, I live vicariously through you. Never generous of what the next person can do because God has blessed each of us with the skill and the talent. And it's up to us to master it 
so that we can use it for the benefit of humanity. And that's it's how you true. show gratitude to the creator for what he has given you by putting it to service for his creation. Yes, sir. You know, I'm going to stop right there, Brother Yusuf. That, 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 see, that's your line. That's, that, that, that's, that's your stuff. No, no, no. That's that's it, brother. That's your you dropped the mic on, on Commander Robinson, brother. Praise be to Allah. You know, the doom doom. Ain't nothing else to say after that, brothers <laughs> and sisters. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another weekly edition of Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. You know, we just trying to be humble students, humble Servants, humble soldiers, and humble saviors, little saviors. You know, if I can help somebody as I'm traveling along, if I can help somebody with a word or song, if I can help somebody if I see them doing wrong, then our living is not in vain. So we want to thank you for tuning in to another weekly edition. We want to thank Allah for Brother Forrest for um, inspiring brother Allah, you know, just being a part of the cipher, as we call it, being a yes, part sir. of the high energy conversation that will get us, Lord willing, inshallah, to the next breath, because none of us are promised our next breath. So we got to stay humble. We got to listen to the least of these. We got to listen even to the youngest among us, because out of the mouth of babes, they may have wisdom and see things that we have not heard or seen, right or wrong. I think I'm right. So the Honorable Minister Lewis Farrakhan in closing says, I think it's Proverbs 6 and 6. Study the ant, O thou sluggard, and become wise. Study the ant. The ant prepares for the winter and the summer, and prepares for right. the summer and the winter. Don't be like that grasshopper who just lives for the moment and dies out when the weather gets cold. So, again, I'm grateful for the opportunity. Uh, thank you, Brother Rudolph, for holding it down, as you always do. Thank you, Brother Forrest and your family, the uh, Black Hole Radio LLC family and then some. And uh, we out of here. Love you. Love you. Assalamu alaikum. In a word, are a soul.
Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.